Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. I believe this is episode 129, although I was wrong before, so I might be wrong. <laughs> again. Well, once we get past 100, it gets hard to hard to count. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Well, sorry, I'll introduce you guys. I'm here with two good <laughs> friends of mine, uh, Thomas Beck. Hello, Thomas. How are you? Hello. Hello. You're here on time this time, because we, we were waiting for you, my, myself and uh, my yeah. good pal, John Ingold. You know, keeping us waiting. Yeah, I know. Oh. I, I did apologize, but you know, it's it's not that that, that I was too late. It's just the technical issues. Ah, of, uh, well. Know, anyway, just 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 wanted to like you know name drop my new best bud. You know, John Ingold and I. We go we go way back. Uh, people can listen to our well, interview goes, last time. You two, you two go back like two minutes before him. Before you. I mean, I spoke to him before you, sure, sure. So. Uh, well, the, vo- the voice of that you hear is my other good friend, Laura, <laughs> Laura Cress. So, yes, so you, you have, uh, you're also good friends with John Ingold. And you spoke to Charles Cecil before I spoke to him. And you spoke to Ron yeah. Gilbert. And I haven't spoken yes. to him. So, oh, you're, um, you're an adventure game groupie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, no, sorry. You're a journalist. It's something completely different. <laughs> Well, Laura is... Yeah. Uh, well, to Shawshank, apparently it isn't. But yes, um, <laughs> when I speak to people, their interviews. <laughs> I know. Well, uh, you are now a Twitch streamer, influencer. It's, uh, oh, again, always great to see you. You're really, really popular, I believe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Not really. I mean, I don't know where this is going. But it's going well. Anyway, we can talk about right. that later. It's going well. <laughs> I'm losing my voice. <laughs> I know. I hear that. So you've lost your voice through all the Twitch streaming, I imagine. That must be it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, anyway. You moving to uh, a big city is also... Uh, yeah. It doesn't help, does it? Yeah, it's no. busy times, but um, yeah, it's it's all good. Still playing lots of adventure games, at least. Yeah, that's, that's good. I wish I could say the same. I hope to get <laughs> back on the horse again. Uh. Yes. Well, we have some games that we will be reviewing. Uh, Laura, you'll be talking about Happy Game, so hopefully that's mm. happy. Uh, I will uh. be reviewing Bloodshore. And Thomas, you'll be reviewing Game Deck. So, yes. Uh, but before we get to that, let's get to the news. Not a whole, not a huge amount. Uh, now, also because we have been really busy. So, um, but the first piece of news I want to talk about is: Did you guys see that the uh, Game Awards, uh, the nominees, have been announced? Um, yes. Well, there are a few nominees. I mean, there's many, many games. But what we're probably most interested in is narrative and adventure games. There are a few. One thing I am a bit disappointed in, there's no actual adventure game category. There is action adventure game category and best narrative. But, you know, come on. Surely now with so many actual adventure games, they could put an adventure game category. But anyway, um, th- what I think what uh, might be interesting to us is the Game of the Year nominee and Best Game Direction. Psychonauts 2 is there. It's not an adventure game, but it's made by an adventure game legend. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't played it, but from what I've seen and heard of it, it's more of a platformer, but it's made by Tim Schafer. So, uh, I mean, just for that alone, I would love it if he were to win. I don't know if it is actually the best game, but it would be pretty cool um, if he and his team could win. Uh, best narrative, uh, Life is Strange, True Colors has been nominated. So that's um, really good to see. That has been... Uh, I have not played it yet, but people have said that uh, that is the best of the Life is Strange series. So that's 
Um, that's really good to see. And also there, um, let's. I'm, I'm going through it now. It's also nominated for Games for Impact. It's Before Your Eyes. Is that the game that you played, Laura? Or that's something yes, else? Yes, that's right. That's the one with the webcam. With the yes. Um, uh, what, yes, the blinky where you've got to blink yeah. to forward, fast forward time. Yeah. Well, that's been uh, nominated for Games for Impact. And also, uh, the Forgotten Cities being nominated. Yes, well. I was I about to about to say yeah. that. But first, best indie game. You'll never yeah. guess which adventure game has been nominated for best indie game. Out of all the adventure games, out of all the indie games, we reviewed it. Um, best indie game. Encodia. No, no. Oh, I, I'm, I've just seen what it is. 12 Minutes. Yes! <laughs> 12 <laughs> Minutes has been nominated for Best Indie Game. <laughs> I was quite surprised to see that, but um, it's just good to show that there are... I mean, we reviewed it. I, I mean, I, I'm more like uh, mixed, but there were issues with it. Um, but it's just good to show that there are people who really liked it. And that has been nominated. I don't think it'll win. I mean, I think there'll be something wrong if it actually did devi- win. I think it's too divisive to actually win. I really hope Inscription wins out of that. It's is- a game that's got a lot of buzz that I want to play. Really? And I, I haven't heard of it. A lot of but- people have said good things about it. Um, so I, I hope that one wins over 12 minutes. But who knows? I've not actually I played mean- the game, so I might hate it. But a lot of people <laughs> are enjoying that. Uh, I haven't heard of it. I'll have to check uh, Inscription out. And yeah, you mentioned, Laura, then the, the best debut indie game, The Forgotten mm. City. Um, again, I mean, I would have put this in my game of the year. I really, really hope this wins this game. I think this probably should have been also best indie game over 12 minutes. I said in my review of, well, Bokeh's of 12 minutes, if there is one time loop adventure game person should play, it, I would choose The Forgotten City well over <laughs> 12 minutes. But hey-ho, it's good to see adventure games on the list. And Sable as well. It's not an actual adventure yeah. game, I don't think, but it's exploration. And that has got... So, I, I've read that there were some bugs with it when it was launched. Yeah, there were a lot of bugs, unfortunately, <laughs> with it. I think just because like, it's the age-old thing with indies, they ran out of time. But, yeah. Um, and, you know, they didn't have enough people to test and enough, mm. you know, re- resources. But um, I think those are slowly getting sorted out. I don't think it's fully sorted out yet. But I think the game itself was still strong enough to obviously warrant the nomination yeah no i'm delighted to see because uh i I mean one of our our friends i saw on discord he said it was his game of the year charred oh really yeah yeah and uh so yeah so i will include a link to the full uh nominees uh and the game awards website people can vote so um vote for the forgotten city please and psychonauts too but mainly the forgotten city i really want those guys to win because that game i absolutely loved it and, and you know inscription as well as Laura said yes this is how yeah, voting works I folks genuinely, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to play that I think that's going to be that could potentially be my game of the year but we, we shall see I'll have to check it out so uh, so that is the Game Awards nominees uh, when, when are they held I, forgot, I probably should have checked to see when it's held uh, it's, it's, going, it's Thursday December the 9th oh thank you Laura yes one of us is organised so, um, so yeah. I just scrolled down. <laughs> well, you're still more organized than me. So, uh, anyway, speaking of organization, um, well, Steam Deck, uh, Valve announced a couple of weeks ago that uh, Steam Deck will be delayed. To be fair, I don't think it's really their fault if you, well, believe them. They said that because of the ongoing global shipment issues yeah. that we're all having, that uh, Steam Deck will be. It's the same be reason why many PlayStations delayed. are. St- play- Station 5 are still not exactly. Available. So I don't yeah. think we can really blame Valve for this. Um, it 
it's uh, now they haven't they haven't announced exact dates yet, but I don't think they'll be ready for Christmas. So I know a lot of people were hoping that it would get it for Christmas, but it doesn't look like it. No. Uh, which is a shame, but not really surprising. But you know, hopefully, well, hopefully the global shipment. I know there are more important things that people are waiting for, but hopefully, you know, we can get Steam Deck uh, not too late next year because I really want to to use it. I really want to start playing it. Um, another thing that has been delayed, but slightly better news: the limited run Monkey Island merch. Um, have you have you received yours, Laura? No, <laughs> no. Oh, what okay, would you checking. say if I was like, yeah, I've, I've got it? I would be like, <laughs> yeah. What what do you know that I don't? Uh, we <laughs> we ordered this uh, last year, I believe. Was it this time last no, year? No, it was per- this year. Oh, I, was it? It was early. It was January this year. Oh, January. I thought it was December, but yeah, we we yeah. ordered it a long time ago. Now, what what kind of annoys me is that there are delays yes but limited run did give a specific date and now sure we uh, you know we well first of all the good news is that ron gilbert announced on twitter that uh he had just finished signing eight thousand um of the things <laughs> yeah it might be worth re- just explain to people what, what it is you're talking about <laughs> but um limited run they do these kind of you know limited collection uh, collector's editions of games and they're always physical editions of the games um but they're often like you also get cool stuff with it that you wouldn't get with anything else and so we both ordered one of these i think there was as well as like the uh, physical editions of the games and keys there was some cool mm. things there's like some arts from the game there's some figurines there was ron gilbert right, signing yeah like an official certificate and like loads of little collectible stuff. It was quite a big package. It was mm. fairly expensive even for that. Yeah, um, it was quite expensive. But what And as you say, yeah. They, they said the they gave a general. date which was I think early 2022. And but I'm thinking okay, now I know things can get delayed, but in this case I would have expected them to have organized it better from the beginning yeah because i was expecting maybe june they said from when they ship when when they they get Mm. the orders in then it would be like three to four months after that so i was expecting maybe the summer this year yeah a maybe a a month or two more delay yeah maybe september maybe october they said they said that when they got the the things in in june then it, or, or do you mean it was supposed to be delivered in June? Well, they, I don't think they ever gave June as a date, but they said it should. It would probably be about three to four months after after mm. they got all the orders in. So, and I was, and I think they got the orders in and everything in by the end of uh, February or March. So I was thinking, okay, summertime, June, July, maybe. Um, and then we did get an update saying, um, you know, it was going to be later than that. Uh, at some point on Twitter, they mentioned that. Um, and now, as you say, it's looking like early 2022. Yeah. Well. That's the, the latest update. So, I mean, look, to be fair, these things happen. People can run into delays, especially for a, a you know big thing like this. There was a lot there, as, as you mentioned, Laura. But I'm just thinking, OK, don't announce that from the beginning if you know it's going to be a big thing. Just be honest. I would. I feel like the Ron Gilbert thing has really set it back because he that has to sign to so. like <laughs> seven thousand of these things, and he probably just isn't doing it. You know, it's not like he's on the clock probably doing this. He's probably <laughs> been doing it when he has some time, and that like, seven thousand is a lot to sign. Yeah, that is a that is a lot. So, um, well, look, thank you to Ron Gilbert. It's. Uh, I hope his hand is okay that he's not mm. worn off after all the signing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be getting it to her pretty soon. 
Uh, speaking of another thing, more good news, however, now this isn't officially announced yet, but on Twitter, Goloso Games announced that they would be, look kind of a pre-announcement, they said that they would be announcing their new game sometime in November. Now, he didn't give a specific date, They have he hasn't announced anything yet, but I thought that's worth it. Uh, yeah. talking about it, because just to remind people he's obviously the guy who made Inspector Waffles <laughs> thank you Laura yes <laughs> see I, I've, I I think that people know what I'm talking about but I've, I've been told that uh, no that's uh, that's <laughs> doesn't often happen Sorsha, every <laughs> podcast episode is someone's first podcast episode you that always is true. have <laughs> to explain these things well Goloso Games made Antenna Dilemma before that which I played really liked and then Inspector Waffles which was released this year I thought it was last year but no it was earlier this year and was uh, one of my games of the year. I don't know how high it'll what? be, but it's definitely... The game's not uh, over yet. You can't make those... Uh... <laughs> well, well, it's nearly. I mean, it is one of my favourite games of the year. I don't know how high oh, it's okay. set towards the end. I will see which games in which order, but this one will be high up, I imagine, because it was absolutely fantastic. Getting great reviews. It's also been uh, released on PS4 and Xbox, I believe, on consoles. Getting great reviews there as well. So, um, looking forward to Golosa Games announcing their next game. But, uh, yeah, go check out Inspector Waffles if you haven't already. It's a fantastic game um, as well. So, before we get to the reviews, um, you can also help us out. We are on Patreon. We are an independent podcast. We fund everything ourselves. And uh, if you'd like to help support us to make sure we can continue going, you can help us out on Patreon if you so wish on patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast. We actually have a new Patreon uh, this month. Uh, and I'm going to butcher this game. Apologies. But Daniel Heinrich I, uh, is our new uh, Patreon supporter. So hello, Daniel. And thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you very much. So what you'll also get on Patreon if you um, join us is uh, you'll get some extra content. For example, these episodes will go out at least 24 hours earlier. You will also get some extra contents like uh, spoiler special interviews with developers, with such as James Dearson, Agustin Cortez, the developers of Interrogation, and plenty of others. The latest one I did was with the developer of Lake. And uh, then you also have interviews that I did at uh, Adventure X the last time we did it in person. It might be the last ever time. No, probably not. <laughs> but um, with the way COVID was, is going, I don't know when we can meet in person again. But you can listen to the uh, interviews that I did, including with developers of a Juggler's Game, uh, Elsinore, and plenty of others that I did there, the sort of like mini interviews. And uh, yeah, so you could find us, if you wish, on patreon.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast. And um, you can also help by sharing this podcast. You can by writing, leaving a review. Um, you can do go to Apple uh, Podcasts or you can review on ratethispodcast.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast and that will tell you where you can review it. So, Laura, you played uh, you played Happy Game. Uh, so, mm. did this game make you happy or does it need maybe, I don't know, more to do to make you happier? I don't know where I'm going I mean, with that. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't um, know. Th that didn't make me happy. No? Okay. Uh, Do, does, it make, does this make you as happy as my jokes? There we go. No. Well, I mean, anything would. Um, 
Well, what this game does say at the beginning, when, and I should say, this is a game by Amanita Design. Very big pedigree when it comes to adventure games um, and point-and-click adventure games. Obviously, um, Machinarium, Samaros, Churchill, uh, Creeks more recently. They've done loads of games. This is a little bit of a breakaway from them. It's still point-and-click, and it's still kind of quite eccentric and in their sort of similar style. Um, but the sort of, there's a content description when you start this game it says, um, happy game depicts various fantasy characters participating in highly absurd comical violence. You'll often see blood on the floor, witness the decapitation of adorable bunnies and much more. No filter. Please note, happy game is not a happy game. And that's uh, the content description that comes up when you start happy game. And I would agree with all of that. It's quite, I don't know what's happened to some of the develop the Amanita design developers who made this game because it's a dark game. It's quite graphic. Um, it, as they say, it's sort of fantasy. It's it's cartoonish in its graphic uh, in its graphic violence, but there is a lot of blood and you know uh, quite horrible things going on in this game. Um, you basically play. You're a little boy who goes to sleep, um, and you have all these nightmares, and you're trapped in these kind of nightmare worlds, and you have to help the boy. Um, progress through these nightmare worlds and eventually wake up there's different objects that he's chasing in different chapters one's a football um, another is like a cuddly toy i think and your kind of purpose is you're you're getting him through these different chapters um to try and wake him up and get him out this nightmarish world some and it's it's all very quite hallucinogenic i would say quite psychedelic some of the scenes there's these brightly colored rabbits that are hopping about and this uh, giant rabbit that's sort of chasing you and you you have to kind of work out how to get it stop chasing you in one scene um by kind of feeding it smaller rabbits um and setting up little traps and things like that so there's there's plenty of puzzles to be had it's all um like with all amanita design games it's it's not voice acted but they they say there's sort of nonsensical it, there's no dialogue i should say but it is kind of voice acted and that that there is kind of nonsensical gibberish being spoken. Like the the little boy will sort of say things and the sort of weird characters he runs into will 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 make noises and things like that. But there's no like English speaking dialogue, if that makes sense. But you don't really need that because the story is quite obvious. Um, the, like I said, there's, as, as it says there, there's points where you're, you're pulling the heads off things. There's, there's points where you've got to decide what, what has to get stabbed or, the, you know, you, you're having to pull this poor little duck and it's screaming and all this kind of thing. It's done in a kind of eccentric, absurd way. It never feels too much, but it is, it's quite mad. Um, there's a lot of kind of hallucinogenic smiling faces. Uh, the music again is excellent. It kind of feeds into that sort of sinister... Um, I guess a bit like if you ever played Limbo, um, that game has it's got the same kind of darkness as that game where the game almost kind of wants you to mess up and and get horribly dismembered or something happened to you. And, and it's kind of thrilled in, in, in that sort of sense of sort of comic violence. Um, it's quite a short game. I think it took me, I was streaming it, but it, I think it probably took me about four hours. Also, it might be slightly longer because I was streaming it, but I think most people have. It's taken them about 
four hours or so. I, I did redo a little bit. So my playtime will look like it's a bit longer than it actually was because I wanted to, because you could go back and replay chapters. Um, like you can, it's, it, it's very like Churchill in that way. It's kind of like a, a really adult Churchill because Churchill also had different scenes and a lot of the puzzles were about you picking, clicking on objects. Um, there's, uh, you don't have an inventory, but you can sort of mess with objects and click on them and interact with them. And that might unlock something. I'd say most, I didn't have to use a walkthrough at all. Uh, there were some points where I was a bit like, okay, what have I got to do here? And was trying to work out what I was doing. It's all, it was all 2D. Um, and, it, you know, a lot of it, you, you click to walk around and you click on objects to interact with them. And that's kind of it, really. There's no other, there's no other interaction involved. You don't have to combine objects or anything like that. You can move objects onto something else, but you don't have an inventory or anything like that. And yeah, it was quite a surprise compared to the previous stuff. I know Creeks was a little bit sinister. I didn't play that, but I did see it. And that was like the one they made before Happy Game. But this is almost into the kind of, I don't know, we happy few kind of side of things. Very psychedelic. The the ending ended as I expected, I suppose. It, it, it wasn't a big, a huge twist or anything. And I guess, yeah, if you enjoyed Churchill which was very silly and slapstick, but once we're interested in maybe something a little bit darker, then try this because I kind of like, I like the creepiness. I, I was surprised at how dark it went at points, but it never, it never quite pushes over the boundary too much, but I think they definitely use the sound design and, and the beautiful, if, if a little bit disturbing graphics to their full extent. So you're saying that this game title is false advertising, basically. Yeah, I mean, well, they say themselves, this is not a happy game. And I suppose that's kind of the point. It's supposed to be this kind of hat, like, you know, it really reminded me of, there was a cartoon I used to watch when I was younger called, it was an internet cartoon called Happy Tree Friends, which was basically like little cartoon animals um, just killing each other in the most violent ways possible. A bit like, a bit like Itchy and Scratchy you see in mm. The Simpsons. And it was literally little bunnies and uh deer and all these like little characters like with chainsaws and ripping each other's guts out and it was that kind of thing and this really reminds me of that and the fact he has happy in the title as well um all these like really bright sensory colors you see and then it's just things dying (laughs) constantly um i enjoyed it i think some people will say is it you know too over the top um, you know, did it need to, you know, did it need to be like this? But that's the whole aesthetic of the game. So it, for and me, it kind of, I got why they did it. Amanita design has a very, very distinct art style. Is this game, mm. fits that game into that style? Yeah, I still think it has, because it is still 2D, it's still point and click. It's, I would say it's probably maybe a bit brighter than some of their other games. Um, but it's still, I mean, the, you know, you've still got the kind of nonsense words you, you've still it's it's maybe a little little bit brighter but i i would say it still kind of fits that that worldview because like churchill was a bit like that it was a little bit more hand a bit a bit more childishly drawn in a way look more like a children's storybook whereas this is kind of a bit more nightmarish but yeah I, you could definitely tell i think um that that it's something they've done maybe not as much as something like machinarium it's it's not quite it, it's it's got a, it's got a bit more of different shades of, of color and things like that no I, I read on facebook that some people said that they played amanita games with their children uh you mentioned Mac- mm. machinarium and all that and the children loved it loved their games 
would you recommend? Maybe, I mean, I know it's hard to maybe to say because you know yeah. everyone's like that makes choices for their children and all. But do you personally do you think that this case would be suitable for children? Since no, the previous absolutely case? Okay. not. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they would have nightmares. Is, is that not clear? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, no, <laughs> it's not a children's game at all. It might look like it's got you know. He's got these smiley faces and bunnies la- jumping around, but the puzzles are very disturbing. There's, okay. You know, and, um, uh, you know, it's graphic. It's not for children. Um, but it's, it's, it doesn't make any pretense that it is, I guess, apart from this veneer of, mm. yeah, you know, like, la, la, la. But I th- that's kind of, it's, that's what it's going for, isn't it? I mean, it, that's why it gives this big warning at the beginning, I think. Because it wants to make sure people are right. Aware yeah, that, that's that's yeah. good. At least we spoke about that a bit parental or but um, what is it, when we reviewed Twelve Minutes that should there be a disclaimer at the beginning of games? But is that a spoiler? Then it's uh, but yeah, it's good that they did probably have this at the beginning of the game because I can imagine many parents with their kids sitting down saying, "Let's play another Amanita game." Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> and, uh, one Steve reviewer here said, "I'm worried for whoever was the visual artist of this game." Thumbs up. <laughs> uh, where, where would you rate this? Because uh, you've played um, a lot of uh, Amanita game design, uh, or Amanita games, uh, if not all of them. Uh, do you know where you'd rate this game with their back catalog? Oh, it's hard, I think, because always Mashnamer is very hypeless, just because mm. it's just classic. But I mean, I really like Churchill. I like Pilgrims as well, because that was something quite different. The, the way they did that it was more kind of card based. Um, Oh, it's it's difficult. I would put it quite high up because it it's just so unusual and, and shocking. Um, maybe maybe that maybe Machinarium, um, possibly Churchill before that, and then this. It would still be. I definitely wouldn't. I don't definitely don't think it's a weak game by them. I think it, it they've just done a very different style. Um, mm. And as long as you're happy, you're aware that that's what they're doing, and. Um, you know, you don't mind that, then I think if you like Amanita design games, you, sh- you should check it out. Cool. Well, thank you, Laura. Um, yeah, so if you if that sounds like a cup of tea again, not for children, as Laura said. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but obviously some, um, no doubt there'll be some child that loves it, but I, I, I couldn't really You might have to take that child to the psychologist. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure children have probably seen a lot worse, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, no, that's the latest time I need to go. Hope, hopefully developers are okay now, and hopefully they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you okay, developers? Yeah, <laughs> you've got like to, uh, you know, to from making actual happy game for the whole family to making this game. But yeah, it's good to hear that you liked it, at least. Um, yeah. Okay, so that was Laura with Happy Game, and that is available, it's on Steam, at least. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, well, I can have on a Steam. Quick look, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's um, it's just Steam that it's on, because um, that's where they normally kind of release these sort of things, isn't it? Um, I think yes, so. There's also yeah. a collector's edition, Ooh. but yeah, it's on, it's on, oh, it's, you can get it on. So it's on Steam, GOG, itch.io, and Nintendo Switch. Cool. Uh, well, thank you, Laura. Okay, so um, speaking of uh, graphic violence and games that are not for children, we seem to have a team every month. (laughs) 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 Because I also played a game that is certainly not for children. Uh, It is a new Wales Interactive FNV game, and this is called Bloodshore. 
and uh, now this seems to be like a mix of uh, Squid Game meets Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, completely. And it's funny; it just came out when yeah. Squid Game was really big as well. I wonder if they planned that, or I don't think it was they really could well because nobody because saw Squid Game coming. Yeah, no, Squid, Squid Game itself was just a recent phenomenon, yeah, and I'm sure yeah. this game had been in development for probably about of a course, year. Yeah. A few months, but yeah, it is weird the timing. Um, so anyway, so in this game, uh, you play as Nick and he goes to, sent to this island. So, uh, Bloodshore, or what's Kill, uh, Killstream is the season. So this is basically, it's online and there's people, 50 people are on, on an island. Four, they have to basically kill each other or try and survive. And like then, the Hunger Games. Yeah, basically, like Hunger Games, be Fortnite, be Squid Game. The last person who is standing, who survives, gets to win all this money. So at first, we see in the intro that it's the uh, criminals, people on death row, who are put on an island for people's entertainment. And then the organizer, the creator, he just uh, advertises to the general public that people can volunteer to go. And he's inundated with requests. And his argument is that people basically know what they're getting themselves in for. Uh, now, you can also, if you don't want to die, you can also tap out and ask for help. But then people call you a coward. So, you know. Um, so you're a life coward. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you play as Nick, as I said. He's American. And he's basically a washed up actor in the game, not the actual actor <laughs> uh, in the game. And he's there, we meet him, we meet some of the other characters. They're trying to decide whether to form teams at the beginning uh, or what to do. And uh, we also see that maybe Nick has a past, maybe that mm-hmm. there's something that... Uh, he might have another agenda, yes, possibly. Yes, I wonder what he could have. And basically, you have to decide, you know, who to trust again, uh, what, you know, what to do, how to deal with certain situations, meet people. Uh, do you kill them? Do you let them survive and ask them to help you and all, and survive then, basically. Um, so that is a yeah, general premise. Yeah, we have said, premise. haven't we? You, now, yeah, as you say, it's, a, it's an FMV, so in yes, that style, an, like you would, yeah. It's it's FMV. Now, uh, the developers have also said that there is extreme violence and killing throughout graphic depictions of blood and gore. Now, I don't know about you, Laura, because I know you started it. I didn't yes. think there was I'm that the extreme violence. Oh, okay. I won't reveal. Well, I'm not wasn't going to reveal the ending. So what happens? At the, well, different endings that you can get. Yeah. Um, no, I'm very much near the end now. So I kind of have got a whole idea of the story. But um I, I think there's one or two moments that are a little bit gory, uh, where yeah. if I was streaming it, I'd be a bit like, oh, but um, I mean, they warn you that that's yeah. what's going to be happening. Like, there's a part where you can kind of see someone's mouth has been shot away. Yeah, that was pretty graphic, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but again, not too bad. I don't know. The rest of it is people being blown up, but you don't really see. I think there's a point when they shoot that um, somebody, I'll say, and you, you don't really see any impact of mm. those shots. Um uh, yeah, so I don't know. They're, 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 on one hand, there's like a couple of shots where I was like, oh, that's pretty like gory. And then other bits where I was like, oh, I was expecting to see a lot more blood there. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of times the camera turns away. It's also good that the yeah. developers do warn us about it. Uh, I should have mentioned some of the other characters that there is an influencer. There is a, a well, YouTube streamer, basically like Laura. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there's a, <laughs> uh, and a there's, streamer. That's something entirely different. Yeah, well, well, basically, it's someone like online, you know, streamer, a video there's streamer. There's different streamers, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, different kind of know. characters um, as well. Now... <sighs> I was when I play play this. I was trying to think because 
after playing this game, I'm not sure if I can objectively say that this is a really good game. Like, I did have issues with it. But what I were did... your issues? Well, okay, so here are my issues, first of all. I think the story, while it's interesting, it's not exactly the most original. Um, I mean, I suppose, you know, the way it's done, maybe it is. I'm still interested. It's still interesting. But, you know, we've seen, you know, like Squid Game, we mentioned Hunger Games, Fortnite... Uh, it has been done before anything better in those circumstances. Squid Game, I think, is a lot better. I guess what they would argue with this is that you were the one taking control. In that this, is true. Squid Game, you're just watching. That is true. Now, as I said, overall, I did enjoy it. But my uh, before I get to things that I enjoyed, my the mm. kind of issue that I had was the story might not be the most interesting. Um, I think uh, cine- the cinematography, while good, I think it's probably better in the complex and five dates. Um, I think it'd probably done a little bit better. Now, you can also argue that this is a B-movie and the budget might have been lower. So you can argue. I actually thought they did a great job of editing this. I thought the editing was really well done because it felt like a reality TV show. They had cutaways to, you know, the uh, shots of the contestant in between scenes and then they would cut to basically TV shows that were analysing what's going on. That is true. What did you think about what he just said? What do you think about this? And cut to like different scenes. And I thought it really felt like a sort of bit like Big Brother or I don't know if that's the kind of thing they were going for. All these like little eye dents they had in between the big scenes and chapters. So I thought they've yeah. actually done quite a good job at making that feel like a like a reality TV show. Yeah, no, no, that's true. No, I'll give you that. Yeah, no, I, I like that when it cut away, uh, as you mentioned. Um, but another thing was overall the acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear god I mean to be fair I think the, um, the main character was okay I guess yeah. and one thing I did like was there is an Irish character who actually sounds Irish thankfully it yes. doesn't seem like an American or a British person well let's face it many Americans trying and failing to put on what they believe to be an Irish accent I saw his name I can't remember but he did have an Irish name so he did seem to be a genuinely Irish guy so thank you yeah. developers of uh, thank you Wales Interact for putting an actual Irish person here who didn't butcher the Irish uh, accent uh, and I thought he was good I thought he, he was funny oddly enough he was a conspiracy theorist which, uh, the kind yeah, of talk show yeah which, they have to throw that in I guess yeah now it did seem a bit off you know considering like with Irish people compared to shall we say other nationalities but he was still good he was I mean still, you still get Irish conspiracy theorists oh we do Josh. but maybe not as many as say other nationalities <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I mean I don't know if we can but anyway, that but <laughs> uh, but I thought but I thought other other cards I don't want to I'm not going to name specific no. people um, because I'm sure they tried their best but it was like oh god they're very wooden I, I think found. the thing is is that it was you know obviously that each character kind of had their sort of one note of, of what they were supposed mm. to be about like the influence was kind of a bit a bit dumb um there's a survivalist guy who's a bit eccentric and mad and Mm. so they they and and you know the the gaming streamer and and so on so they each had their kind of like sort of one note of of personality so i guess it's it was kind of hard to to make something more of that if that's all your character is i mean that is true because uh, i think on 
with the writing. On the one hand, I think it's, I really liked it when it's cheesy. You know, I think that works. Yes. You mentioned how the cut to the reality TV and the contestants and what people think. I think that works. Then when they try to be kind of more serious, I don't think it works quite as well. Um, it's still not, not terrible by any means, but I, I, I was kind of like, okay, no, I really like it when it's kind of like nearly laughing at itself or, um, I, I, but to be fair, I did find it funny when it was meant to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the comedy works well. Uh, but also I did find some of the choices to be kind of like, if you compare to other FMV games, to be a bit simplistic. Uh, comparison. Yes, I agree. Now, I actually didn't. I think I probably like this more than you. I think so. <laughs> because I was a bit like, oh, this is just a bit of stupid fun. And I kind of like that. And I just, I, mean, I actually liked it more than I was expecting. So could you to, say right? it was the uh, Eurovision of Battle Royale? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that about Eurovision. That, yeah. That would, I mean, it would be a strange thing to put. If they put that on the poster, I think people would be quite I confused. Mean, un- unless, all, unless next year all the Eurovision content- contestants go to an island and have to kill each other. That oh I would God, watch. That would be... Very odd twist. Um, <laughs> no. Well, I don't know about that d- comparison because I don't quite know what that means. But um, I just, yeah, I, it's campy. You know, it's silly. I actually didn't mind the acting too much. I thought it was from I thought it was better than what I was expecting it to be and I kind of maybe just wasn't expecting it to be great so it was fine um the plot um is is again a bit silly and I agree it's not original it definitely isn't but mm, I think it I just like interested though to yeah, be fair yeah for sure there was enough going on to like keep you interested I think what I liked is just that you did get to you you were making choices you were you were you were part of it you were figuring out what's going on and it i just really felt they did a good job of making it feel like like a a film or mm. something you would actually be watching um rather than uh well, some people might say well it's a game actually but i think they did a great job of um making it feel very well edited together very well connected but i do the point i do agree on and this is the kind of one con for me is that i don't feel the choices were where he usually mattered. You do get this thing, so there's a tracker like they have had in previous things where um, things you do affect certain... sort of bars you have so you've got strength you've got romance you've got how much the audience likes you i thought that was cool i think they could have used those more exactly um, yeah some things you said you'd say something and they'd be like oh i don't really like that and it's like what but i don't understand why it was really hard to get a connection yeah. to, from what you put and what people i mean that's the issue with a lot of fmvs i find is that sometimes you'll make a choice and it's it's like a trick choice and it's not a choice you could have guessed how it was going to go. Mm. And I think they do that a lot to try and keep you on your toes. But sometimes it was a bit like, yeah, but that's a bit unfair because how was I ever to, to know that that was going to happen, basically? Yeah. Now, the final issue that I had with this was at the end. Now, it's not a major issue, I think, but with Wales Interactive, with the complex and five dates, they had good skip options when you replay it. Now, I don't know. I, I mentioned to you guys, oh, I don't think there was a skip option because I started to replay it and I didn't see any skip option. And I played for a little bit and I was seeing the same scenes again. Now, I have since read reviews and they said that there is a skip option, but it is limited, that you still have to see mm. some of the same scenes again. And I just thought, well, overall, I enjoyed it, but I'm... Do I want to replay large second of the game again? Not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah. I but to be fair, like despite all of the issues that I just mentioned, uh, it, it is a B movie, and I think it it gets that right. I think it's um it's for the most part I know yeah this is a B movie. I think we have a certain amount of budget. They probably were filming under COVID as well. 
restrictions. So that was, I'm sure, that was making it more difficult. And overall, they did do a good job. As you said, making it look, feel like a film. The you know the cheesiness of it. As I said the jokes worked well for me. The acting was from the main characters and uh, some of the others was was good was was okay in the end so even though i had issues i still enjoyed it i'm still glad i played it <laughs> so. yeah I, d- I liked it as a just a, a fun, a fun exactly evening, yeah really exactly I think you can uh, i think you can skip you have to press tab but apparently oh, like you okay. say not everything you you can mm. skip um uh, or it, it's a little bit buggy perhaps because maybe you should be able to skip things a bit more okay than, well i might try it again actually to- yeah, and see, because the point of FMVs, like you say, is that you should be able to replay them because it's only an hour and a half long, so it's not yeah. a long game. Because the developers mentioned that they have eight hours of total FMV footage, the most amount in any video game. Um, now, on another review did, who did play, I think, four or five times, what they said was, yeah, some of the other hours is basically scenes that are very similar that yeah, have minor that's changes a, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, now I only played through it once so I can't you know verify that but I mean so overall I did I did like it I did enjoy it mm. <laughs> I, don't I think it's, it's not up there with I played a lot of these uh, F&Bs as mm. you it's not up there with the complex it's not up there I really love yeah. uh, Late Shift that's like probably my favourite one because I have to play that as well so yeah going on. I'll definitely play that that's the, probably the best one mm. for me but this was still fun um and a bit of silliness and I, I guess it doesn't take itself too seriously and if you're happy with that and just happy to go with it um it's it's fun but yeah the the issue with me is like the, is the gaming aspect of it that the choices yeah. weren't quite developed people, enough yeah but yeah but if a you, fi- piece of editing and film it was it was great I yeah it was really good fun well, fair so yeah if people want uh you know fun evening again it's, a, it's i think it's one of the pros for me is that a 90 minutes from fmv game is is good like it didn't feel too short or too long i think it told like mm. its story it felt you know long enough it felt adequate the, the length of the story so um i think they did manage to tell its own story and again some of the twists i didn't see coming <laughs> some i did yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah overall i enjoyed it so um that is bloodshore the latest um fmv game from wales interactive i really must check out the others uh you mentioned late shift and uh nightbook i believe and the I think Dark Clouds are coming, which are released so this year now. as well. Yeah. I know. So, but uh, yeah, so that is Bloodshot. It's available on Steam. I checked on their website. They don't say where else it's available. Uh, or do they? Wait, they do. Yeah, Steam, Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and iOS. Okay, so the final game that we're going to review. Uh, Thomas, you and I backed this game. Uh, I actually read one of the, one of the novels, uh, Game Deck. I read one of the novels. I... Again, I like. I'm not going to review the novel. I liked it. A little bit mixed overall on on the writing of it. But now the developers really love the novels that they made this game out of it. Uh, so over to you, then, Thomas. What did you think of Game Deck? And uh, what is it? <laughs> oh, should I? Game Deck is um, an isometric RPG slash point and click adventure game in the same vein as Disco Elysium, except this is. This is uh, totally uh, cyberpunk. Um, I must say that I had a fantastic time with it. Uh, I finished it. It took me about 20 hours to finish. And uh, it's uh, I loved it. I really did. It's uh, basically a game deck is a detective that investigates in-game crimes. Because in, the, in this future... Uh, everybody basically lives online, 
because, yeah, because <laughs> real life, sh- real life is shite. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they have all these online uh, personality, and it's basically one big VR uh, thing that they have these these gaming chairs that you that you lie in. It is uh, you have drugs that can keep you going for four days without any uh, any issues. Some people uh, work. It's a bit like in uh, Ready Player One. Like you have these gigantic. Um, basically, everybody's online all the time, and you are. And and where where people are, there are also crimes because people are uh, uh, assholes. <laughs> so other people get uh, murdered or stolen or whatever, and you are specifically equipped to deal with these kind of issues. So you are hired uh, by a very wealthy corporate CEO to in- investigate what is going on with his son when his son is not coming out of a game. So that's basically where the story starts. And during the story, you're visiting, uh, you're dealing with all different cases, but of course there is a connection between all these cases. And while you're going through all these cases, you're visiting all these different gaming worlds and you're meeting all these people, talking to all these people. And, that, and, and they, they, they hint at all the different kinds of games that that you play online nowadays. Like, uh, there's a farming game. There is a, an MMORPG. There is, there is a sex game, of course, because, uh, it's probably what the internet is used most for. Uh, and, and, and so you, you go in there and you try to uncover what is going on with everything. And you have certain skills that you can develop. So you gain experience and you can put those points that you develop, uh, you can put those points into certain skills and you have a skill tree and you can decide for yourself what to develop the most. And that helps you in your investigation. Sometimes it gives you extra dialogue options. Sometimes it gives you extra uh, actions you can do or extra knowledge. At the end, you need to try and figure out what the hell is going on. And then you get um, at the very end, I'm not going to spoil anything about the what the actual end is, but the choices you get to make at the very end are very much influenced by the choices you made along the way. So it could uh, the also the number of endings, uh, the number of uh, possible endings is also depending on that. So um, if you do, I, I, well, I can say if you do everything right, but I'm actually not entirely sure what that would lead. But I got eventually it led me to uh, I think five endings that I could delve in deeper. And that eventually led me to two choices I had to make. But there are much, there's much more possible there because it was very clear that why certain uh, choices were cut off for me is because of certain decisions I made along the way. So the choice I wanted to make, I couldn't do because I made a certain decision in the previous chapter. Uh, I found that very fascinating. Um, it, it will make me want to replay this. Uh, make some different choices, uh, invest in some different skills, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I, I didn't manage to get all the skills at max, so um, I, I don't know if that's possible. So there is some... Uh, replayability. Replay- well, there's a lot of replayability there. The game looks magnificent. It sounds very yeah, good Yeah, it too. looks amazing, yeah. Yeah. I had one crash, but that was more due to my PC, I think. it was. Uh, so I had to replay a wee bit. Yeah, my PC is really a, a, a troublesome child at the moment. <laughs> Other than that, I have no issues with uh, with the game whatsoever. Uh, this, 
I wasn't even aware it was based on uh, on on a series of comic books. So I'm gonna read those. I don't know well. if it's comic books. Uh, they're, they're novels, books, they're, or at least it, it, I wasn't aware that were, this was an adaptation. Yeah. I mean, I believe so, or to release at the same time or something. I may be wrong, but I know that uh, one of the Kickstarter awards was um, the books, uh, two books, which I got. Now, when I said I was a bit mixed, I think it's also because it wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting one overall story, and instead it was like different short stories uh, in the form of chapters. But overall, I, I love, from the books, I love the world, and it made me want to play the game. So the book worked that way, yeah. um, and I really want to play this game. This, Especially the, after your the game, review. The, the game makes you think about certain aspects as well. I mean, it, it touches mm. on a lot of uh, intriguing intriguing ideas about reality, about life, about death, about humanity, uh, which is what a good cyberpunk game should do. Mm. Yeah, if you've played the game, I definitely you know recommend reading the book then. And I believe one of the rewards as well, you could play the main character from the books. Who, although I think one of my issues with the book is the main character is really not a good person. <laughs> but anyway, that's, <laughs> well, that's not again, the game. <laughs> it's a cyberpunk game, and not many, not many very good persons survive in games like this. Or in, in yeah, in that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I still really want to play the game, especially after. Um, your your review now. I know you mentioned that uh, at least on the surface there are similarities to Disco Elysium, but it's cyberpunk. I mean, it's a non-violent RPG, but detectives. Um, how do you do? You think that that might hinder the game, or would it help? Do you think that people, um, you know, should still? I mean, you you love Disco Elysium, and you love this, so don't know what your thoughts are about this being similar. I don't to think it hinders the game. Disco. I think uh, the the fact I don't we're not saying that there's no violence in there there's just no combat in there well yeah sorry that's what I mean. no, no combat yeah <laughs> but there's no combat in, in terms of the actual sort of gameplay then how how you you know you say it's like Disco Elysium is there that kind of choice based thing in, in terms of um, you know you're rolling a dice in Disco Elysium is it like that in that sense or in what sense is it like Disco Elysium gameplay wise is it just because it's isometric Mm. Yeah, well, it's it's very heavy on dialogue. Um, it's uh, it has that RPG aspect, and it's the non-violence, and also it d- dives into certain themes uh, that this Coliseum does as well on its own in its own way. Uh, it it just reminded me a lot of that game. It doesn't go as deep as this Coliseum. I mean, it's almost impossible to go as deep as this Coliseum, but they attempt to go there, and I I I. I think they uh, they go a long way in in that attempt. So I just I just yeah I I loved a lot of things about this game. But there's yeah. no kind of like skill checks mm. or things like that. Not visible. Like it's like this coalition okay. is basically shows you like you have to roll these dice etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. In this case, it's more like a regular. Uh, it looks more like a regular RPG. And once you've got, uh, leveled up a skill, you can do anything that is related to that level of the skill. So it's not like you have to d- roll dice to see if you roll above a certain aspect. If you have that skill from that part of the tree, then you manage to do this. If you do not have that skill, then that mm. dialogue option or that action option is uh, not uh, accessible to you. Huh? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like I would nearly prefer that, personally. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Just get on with it. But yeah, no, it's got uh, several awards. It's got, if we didn't stupid, lots of really good reviews. You know, 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10, 4.5 out of 5. So you're not mm. the only one, Thomas, who likes it. Uh, I'm um, yeah, some, 
some mixed reviews yeah, on Steam. Yeah, there are mixed reviews. So yeah, it's kind, surprising, it kind of those are all recent, yeah. so I don't know exactly what's yeah. going on there. But in, in general, it's very, yeah. very positive. It's, 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 we should say all reviews are very positive, uh, but recent reviews on Steam are mixed. Um, I guess other reviews or other opinions are available. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really interested. I just need to have time to actually sit down and, and play it because I'm I was interested from the beginning when I first heard about it. I backed it on Kickstarter, and I got the game key, so I really want to sit down and play it. Um, it it looks great. I'm delighted you enjoyed it, Thomas. I'm delighted that uh, the game worked for you. Um, yeah. How long did it take you to to finish it? Uh, overall, uh, do you know? Almost twenty hours. Wow, so it's long enough as well. Not not quite as long as this Coliseum. Oh, no, I don't think it's a didn't bad feel thing. Long but at all. <laughs> yeah, wow. it didn't feel mm. long at all. I mean, uh, I I I very I enjoyed it so much. So the only reason I haven't played it again is because I have other games I need to play at the moment. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same. I very rarely replay games because uh, unless they're short, because there's so many games, I just want to play as many games as possible. But yeah, it is good FNV that they have replay. Part of the whole gameplay, but. Exactly, <laughs> like it's just like an hour and a half, and you can maybe yeah. do it again in two nights or whatever. But um, uh, yeah, no, I'm really curious about this. I really want to play this game, and I'm delighted that you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, for me, it's so, one of the, it's 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 a contender for game of the year. Cool. Well, I don't know if I'll be have time to play it this year. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming up to the end of the year but it sounds like it could uh, contend with the Forgotten City and um, other games that I've played if I yeah, had a I chance to play it one, but... so I really don't know if for me <laughs> if that would be but it's going to be an interesting year when we uh, when we look back yeah like, no, so uh, far we've had a fantastic year I think six, six, um, six weeks I guess it's been such a long year I know fantastic year in terms of games released I meant to say yeah I just say if you look back from the beginning of year to now, even just like what it's, we're playing and now, it's been so long. Well, yeah. I, rem- I remember my first game that I reviewed for this year was Encodia. And I yeah, remember I still saying something that. like, if this, if this is uh, <laughs> any example of what we're going to get this year, we're in for a very good year. And so far, when we're in, in month 11 of the 21st year of 2000s, uh, I think we have another banging year for adventure games. So... Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I, I still haven't played all the games I want to play, the new Cloudpunk uh, DLC and, well, many others that I haven't had a chance to get to yet. Um, but yeah, that's Game Deck. So that is uh, Game and then D-E-C, not K <laughs> at the yeah. end. Um, and it's from pu- published pub- developers and publishers, Anshar yeah. Studios and Anshar Publishing. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, I look forward to checking that out. And we'll include the links in the show notes for people for all three games that we've reviewed in case you want to check them out or read more about them or see the screenshots uh, about them. So um, I think that is it for this week or this month, rather. Um, uh, well, yeah, no, it's, been, it's been fun. Actually, just wanted to say that... Uh, well, actually, first of all, are you guys playing any games now at the moment? So, uh, Laura, do you know what games you are playing or what you're going to play? It's okay if yes, you don't, I, because I don't. I do. <laughs> uh, Life is Strange True, True oh, Colors. Oh, wow. I want to play that. I'm, review- I'm reviewing that for Adventure Gamers. So oh, so nice. we'll be, we can listen to it and read a review on Adventure Gamers. <laughs> yes. Cool. Uh, well, I look forward to hearing what you think. Uh, Thomas, uh, do you know what you might be playing after a game? I know you took a break after yeah, playing this. Um, um, I, I hope I can finally uh, uh, play Inspector Waffles and Warp Frontier. 
Mm, yeah. yeah, another game. And I also hope tier. we finally get to finish <laughs> it takes two because it's it's getting a bit uh, ridiculous now. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, no, we have to find find time uh, to actually play it. Well, I at the moment I I finished my replays of uh, Siberia one and two, and I started Siberia three. And um, now I'm not sure if I will get to review it because it's an older game, but it's um, I was nearly going to skip this because I want to play all three games before Siberia The World uh, Beyond, which will be released December 10th, which we will be reviewing on the podcast. And I was nearly going to skip it because I've heard such bad things about Siberia 3 that it's a buggy mess. People said that the story is awful, the characters, the dialogue, the acting and everything. And I thought, okay, I'll just try it. And if I don't like it, I'll see how far I go. And I've only just started to play it a couple of hours. I'm really enjoying it. And I'm like, oh, what? I, I know I haven't been as positive as I usually have maybe this month, but this guy, I haven't finished it. Maybe it'll get worse. But so far from the beginning, I mean, it's not perfect. They have changed the controls. There might be some issues with that and all. Uh, but I am, I'm like, what What are people seeing wrong with this game that is so terrible? I've certainly not seen anything that is absolutely terrible, like what people have said. But look, other opinions are available. Um, I may give uh, maybe for Patreon actually um, on Siberia 3 and Siberia series uh, I'll see but it's uh, I'm so far Siberia 3 I would say to people just check other reviews you know maybe to fix the bugs um, in the meantime but uh, yeah that is what I am playing and I shall see what we play uh, next uh, stick around I will have interviews with uh, Predrag the developer of Jack Kowalski uh, which me and Thomas uh, met in Ireland in July for a barbecue so that interview will be going up some point before the end of the year and yeah we'll be reviewing the games next one next one will be December that we'll be um, reviewing mm-hmm. the games so we shall see what games we'll have a chance to play then Anything? Any last words you guys want to say? No, just uh, keep on questing. And uh, for our, if we have any American uh, listeners, uh, I hope you had a th- great Thanksgiving. Because by the time this comes out, you're either enjoying yeah. Thanksgiving or it's yes. already passed. And um, the next time we speak will be, I think, mid December. So uh, the the holidays mm. will be uh, raging all Happy over the Christmas. globe. Whatever holidays you, uh, <laughs> whatever holidays Happy you celebrate. Holidays. So um, I hope everybody will have a peaceful healthy end of the year please get vaccinated and uh, bring on 2022 yes yes please (laughs) and thank you stay safe everyone and enjoy whatever games you're playing thank you bye